What's up guys, welcome back to the Imperfect Swing Golf Podcast. Joined by the final winner of the Standard Bank Pro-Am Series, Kaz. Thanks for making time out of your busy, busy schedule. No problem at all, thanks for having me. Addy T Golfer, big name, big name, just kidding. No. <laughs> um, thanks for, for joining. Obviously, uh, you had quite a, a strong season last year. Um, you know, looking back on your first season on the LDT was also, you know, during COVID where there were a lot of hula hoops to jump through. Yeah. How did it feel to kind of, you know, have a, a, a more set in stone season where it was more predictable, you didn't really have to, you know, MacGyver a lot? Yeah, it was a lot easier uh, second year. First year was tough. There's so many rules and every country had its own rules and it was really a tough year. But it was kind of good. Sometimes you need to be thrown in the deep end. Uh, so it made it a lot easier the second year um like last year was really really easy to travel for me i i even used to ask like is there any paperwork we need is it do we need to test do we need to do this do we need to do that so yeah i mean it made it a lot easier i also played a lot more um i stayed over a lot longer i did longer trips so yeah it was interesting different um but a hell of a lot easier and you know you mentioned staying over there for a bit longer did that also take a bit of stress off of you in terms of you know not having to worry about coming back home for a certain amount yeah. of time. Yeah, it did kind of. Um, it's difficult because we live so far away. So if we have a week off, it takes... Firstly, we leave the day after the tournament. There's not a direct flight that night. So we leave the day after the tournament, so we lose a day there. And it takes basically 24 hours. We're not on the flight for 24 hours, but we get to the airport and then picking up bags. So it takes about 24 hours to get back in South Africa. Then I'm home for four days, which is basically just unpacking, washing and repacking. And, and then it's another 24 hours to get And then it's another back. 24 hours to get back because yeah. you don't get to the tournament on the day. You get before for preparations and stuff. So it made it better, but... Um, how can I say it's more, it? time, it's, it's more efficient it is and it's more tolling on your body to come back home but it was rough being there mentally I think I was there for six months straight um, luckily hubby was with me and my in-laws stayed there so it made it a little bit easier um, but I will never do six months again I will rather play for a certain amount take two weeks off instead of one week and then go back and do a longer trip again because it's it's rough mentally if you don't go back but it's rough physically if you do come back so you've got to kind of weigh out your odds and yeah and obviously it also depends how you play in the season i mean if you're doing really well in the season it's easy to take two two weeks off but if you're struggling and you're trying to keep your card or you need to get points or whatever then it's easier to stay there and it costs a lot of money to come back to be fair um I was lucky because my in-laws stay in the UK, so it was free accommodation technically. But for other girls that don't have a place out there, it's just as cost-effective yeah. each way. Yeah. What would you say? You know, I was also, I spent a, a bit of time there. There's a even carried for me. Even carried yeah. Thailand, Thailand. Yeah, that, the hottest one. That's, that's where it started. <laughs> the hottest one as well. That, I think oh, it's uh, rough. lost oh, a few gosh. kilos there. I can't wait to go back to lose some kilos. I think we are after December time is a perfect place to go. Wow, yeah. But um, you know, for us South Africans, we have it so good with food. When you go over there, I mean, firstly to get a good piece of meat is so expensive, especially like UK. Yeah. If you want to have a steak, you're paying like twenty pounds for an average one. Not even. And if you want like a good steak, it's going to be like. I don't even want to know because I don't know. And it's, it's but it's also it's still not like home either yeah. way. Yeah. So how did you? How did you, and obviously with you being, I would say you one of the more 
conscious eaters more for the sake of performance because you yeah. train yeah. a lot so you you want the benefit of nutrition yeah for sure how was um, that for you yeah it is tough uh you do pay more but sometimes it's so difficult to like if you order from a restaurant to get a steak and veg and mash for example you're paying 35 pounds but a pizza only costs you 10 and it fills you up more so it's use? really really difficult but it's it's better like uh, i've played out both scenarios uh, I got nice and chubs and you feel like you feel terrible you always you feel down heavy. You and feel you feel heavy. heavy and you're always tired and things like that um, so I prefer the more expensive food but my diet also changes when I go there like you've got to eat local if you go to Spain and you don't eat seafood you're crazy unless you're allergic to it yeah. but, and their bread it doesn't make you feel as you terrible as here. You eat a lot of cheese. Here. I, I ate bread, tons of cheese. Bread, cheese and ham. Oh my, I can't touch ham and cheese here like if I eat it here I'm like, this is terrible. This is the worst ham and cheese I've to ever had. To be fair, the but cheese is really good on that side. It's their thing though. Yeah. So, so it's the same as here. Like, don't get me wrong, when we came here, I think I ate steak for like five nights in a row. And But you get used to it. I just eat what they have there. And you've just got to be conscious. Conscious. I mean, the pastries, bro. Oh. Hubby's convinced it's the lighting because they make the lights so bright that yeah, it's, the glossiness it's on top makes you really want to eat it. I just said it looks really good. You don't have to lie about it. So that's the tough part. That's what I'm going to try cut out this year. Not cut out completely, but, but more strict. if I do something, like if I'm going to have a pastry, make sure it's one pastry and you've done it and you've been there, done that kind of thing. Especially now that you've traveled more. Like if you travel, like my first, first year was rough. I only went to a couple countries, the COVID thing. We couldn't leave the hotel, yeah. so you didn't get the full experience. So it felt like... 2022 like was, yes, it did. It felt, felt like a new first year. Um, and then I could explore the country. Because when you're traveling, it's about the food, about the culture. Yeah. I'm that type of person. I'm happy to try new things. And that's kind of what last year was for me. But this year, I've got to be a bit more organized. <laughs> and, you know, obviously with, let's say, women's golf right now. In South Africa, it's on a, on a bit of a growth pattern. We've seen the increases in purses on the Sunshine Ladies Tour. But... With Standard Bank coming in and providing a, a longer stretch for players to focus on, you know, competition game time. How was that um, for you? I mean, you obviously had a, a nice kind of springboard into onto the LET. Yeah. But not every player has that, and there's there was a lack of options to play here. So how was it yeah. to see that I think option? Was, yeah, I think it was tougher for me to be honest because I played Sunshine Tour uh, January to March season ended yeah. and then I had six months to prepare for LET which is all great sounds great to have six months and but there's no played, competition you played two of those origins yeah and, and I, I played two origins and I, I played IGTs but it's not what you want to play no. to be honest now like I'm going to be honest with you I know a lot of the girls and how they play and now that I've played with them and seeing how see they play I can see the improvements you can see the scores so it's going to help a lot to get into that LET don't get me wrong it's not going to be easy you can't just play those yeah. and expect to get your card but, but I think it's prep. definitely going to it's the prep you don't have to play every week and they're only once a month so you have three weeks to prepare for that event yeah. and in long term you have three weeks of every month to prepare if you want to go to let lpga or wherever the wherever you want to go so i think it's really good it's nice to see the improvements on ladies golf and new people there's a lot of new people that i don't know yeah but the girls that i do know the improvements they've made is crazy and it's only going to grow the game because now more girls feel like they have the opportunity to make it a job that's why a lot of women give up they go to college and then they come back and they get married and have yeah, kids exactly. because what else can you do you got to risk it to go to let which costs you 150,000 yeah. rand in any case and you get nothing in return and it's tough when you have like i played with so many of the guys 
which also helped me a lot. But if Standard Bank was around, it would have been so much more simple to prepare, play, see what the results are. Well, and the money's pretty good as well. I think money's that, really that's, good. that's another thing. It's not just like, oh, come play for 5,000 rand. No, 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 no. And I, it cost me money to prepare for LET. Exactly. I was playing IGTs, it's 2,000 rand entry. You're making a loss every You're making a loss every I finished top five and I made a loss. Um, don't get me wrong, it prepared me well, but but the the the, com the compens yes. you know there's a bit there's of compensation. No compensation for it yeah so that's what i found and i'm excited to see i mean none of the south african girls could have gone to tour school this year because of the waiting list but that shows you that women's golf is on the rise Growing, yeah. because that's never happened before yeah that was a that was a weird one but i think at least with standard bank now i think i always say you know when i talk to some of the winners is it's always nice to see someone back up with money and it's not just a marketing it's not talk no game yeah. and, it's and always let's, talk, okay yeah. let's put something in the newspaper that we're helping women's golf and we're not paying them yeah but this is give like, me a thumbs up and that's yeah. about it i mean yeah. you you it's won a springboard now your final event what, what was your your prize what was the prize purse or your winning fee for that for final the standard bank one yeah. um they oof, now you're making me think back i think it was it was yeah it's eighty thousand. That's really good. <laughs> like, to, you've got to get top 15 and LET to win 80 grand. Exactly. And it's just a drive down the road. So it's definitely really good. Um, yeah, and they gave me 50K bonus because they felt that the golf was really good. I shot course records, so they thought that was a nice bonus. Um, and that's like, for somebody to say that is it's one thing, but they doing, actually, one, like, doing it, they are. Women's golf, and I think it's just the start. That's the crazy part. Because when I speak to the guys, it's gonna they get like, and yeah, don't worry, this was just a trial run. Um, I mean, have you looked at Die Data? Die Data's yeah. money's gone up. Apparently, they're trying to get involved in that, up the price purse even more. So it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. I just hope that the Sunshine Tour and they, them align because they're both at the same, going after the same goal. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see. What would you say for now, you know, you mentioned how regular playing opportunities spark better results and, and yeah. but for um let's say an amateur golfer right now you know having the experience that you've had you've had a strong season on the adt what what kind of mindset should they have if they're looking at playing golf professionally with the mindset of you know how do they structure their tournaments you know what conversations should they be having with their coaches like what's yeah. the way to go so what i find specifically with south africans where we fall short is a lot of people aren't willing to invest but i don't know i think they don't know if they're good enough so the first way i did it is i played sunshine tour as a pro there's invites uh the, i mean as an amateur in the pro events there's invites for amateurs play there see what they've got obviously our south africans aren't all the best in the world and whatever whatever but there's some good ones and see compare yourself to them it's not always good to compare but compare yourself to them see just get a be gauge honest with, but yeah. be honest with yourself do you have a chance not your mommy's telling you you're good because every mommy thinks we're good exactly. it's compare yourself with that look at your options because a lot of girls go and study and i don't think it's a bad thing for me it was the best choice not to <laughs> for certain reasons <laughs> <laughs> but um just look have a look at your options and then once you've decided commit fully to it and prepare for it like when I, I had the option, I wanted to go to study in the States or I was going to come here and turn pro. And I said, what is my main objective? Do I want to play or do I want to study? Okay, I want to play. Then I'm going to play. I'm going to turn pro. It was a bit of a gamble for me. Yeah. But I, I compared myself to the girls and I said, I think I have what it takes. Although a lot of people said no. A lot of people didn't believe in me. Do I believe I have what you it takes? You had that honest conversation with yourself. Yes, but I looked myself in the mirror. It wasn't... It wasn't uh, 
like, oh yeah, you've practiced hard, so you should be good. Yeah. It was, you've got this, let's go. And I fully committed to it and I um, turned pro and I said I set myself goals so that I'd have to study if I didn't reach those goals. So I remember I spoke to my mom, I said, I want to turn pro. Um, she said, that's no problem. Finish in the top 10 on the Sunshine Ladies Tour and you don't have to study, otherwise it's going to go study at six. So I was like, let's go. I think I finished third that year, which was a really good year for me. That, I think I took all that confidence and all that prep with me into it. Like once I decided, I fully committed to practicing and I was, when I turned pro, I, my whole lifestyle became a pro athlete's lifestyle. I didn't go from, I went from literally, it was like a whole page turned over. And that's, I think that's what gave me the upper hand on that. Um, so yeah, I did that. And then I said to my mom, I want to go to Q school for LET. And she said, cool, if you don't get your card, I think you should study. And that was enough motivation to get me the heck in stay, there. Stay away from the books, anything. Yeah. And I haven't studied since. We're still on a good, a good trajectory. Um, but yes, like I said, I fully committed to being a pro athlete. It's not hard if everyone knows what to do. It's easy to say what to do. It's difficult to do what to do. So go look on the internet, you can see what every pro athlete does, whether it's golf, whether it's this. We train every day, we eat well, we practice really, really hard. It's not just about hitting a golf ball because it's easy to hit it when no one's watching. Yeah. You've got to put yourself in pressure situations. And then, like I said earlier, they're investing in yourself. This is where a lot of girls fall short. I have a whole team. I can list six people in my team that I work with constantly and we're all working towards the same goal. Yes, did it cost me money in the beginning? Did I lose money in the but beginning? But it's all investment sure. in yourself. Yeah, but I lost in the beginning, yeah. but I was willing to lose. I but said, at, that well, point, at that point as well, if you look at what you lost, it was because the opportunities weren't there. Well, the Standard Bank exactly. wasn't there to pay for those things. So 100%. I think like, I, yeah, I so don't want the girls to make the now. 80 grand yeah. of winning and then say, cool, now I've got money in the bank account, great. Well, use it. How's that going to make you better? Yeah. And I've got goals every year to how into invest in how to invest in myself and things. Like I just bought a TrackMan, obviously, you know. <laughs> but it was a, a long-term goal for me that I wanted that because that's going to make me better. Like it's I gonna, said, now in the LET, long run, it's going to bring back in four tournaments. I'm going to pay it off, and it's, I'm going to still have the benefit every week. So that's where the girls fall short. They don't want to look after their bodies. They want a gym, but it's just take a picture and instance. say I'm in the gym. Like work. Like how are you getting better? Do you want to hit the ball longer? You're a short hitter. So I think it's just fully commitment, like f being fully committed because a lot of girls, they know exactly what to do. It's just the getting up doing and it. actually doing it. Oh. What would you say now in this off season, have you been working on or not working on? Have you, you know, decided to kind of make sure the off season stays holiday related so you have that balance? Mm. I, uh, I had a long year. I did sacrifice last year. I said, I'm gonna play as much as possible and get a good status for this year so that I could be a bit more picky. Because yeah. I, I want to, I'm learning every year. Last year I went all in. I played so, so many golf tournaments, like way too many. But I wanted a good status. I wanted to see how I felt afterwards. Won't do that again. This year I'm going to be a bit more picky with what I play. I'm still going to play a lot, but a bit more picky with what I play and I want to see if the results are better. Because it doesn't matter if you play four events, you miss three cuts and you do uh, play well in one then you may as well have stayed home for those three, yeah. saved your money, you know what I mean? So that's how I'm going to play it this year. Um, obviously, it changes depending where your ranking is and how you finished. And towards the end of the year, some people get more desperate because they need points because, exactly. you know what I mean? So it's just playing it by ear. But yeah, I think that's the route I'm going to take this year, um, picking and choosing a little bit better. And I think at the beginning of last year, you picked up 
your your clothing deal and, and mm. club deal with Cobra and Puma. Yeah. How was that having that surety as well? You know, clothing. I mean, it helps that it's one brand, cohesive. For sure. Well, two and brands. It's a big brand. But they're well, cohesive. Yeah. Did that also just help confidence-wise? That knowing that a brand like Cobra Puma is interested, yeah. supporting you, and also seeing the value in having a woman on the staff. For sure. I mean, I grew up, I wasn't very wealthy growing up, so we, I had golf clothes and things like that, but it was kind of wearing the same thing every week. And yeah. like I say, I invested in myself a lot, so I didn't spend money on those things because yeah. I knew those things would come over time. If I worked hard, I would get it. And I'm not going to lie, Puma made it huge. Like I had clubs before sponsored, um, but Puma made a huge difference because if I don't have something, I message them and the guys in the UK send me something. Yeah, exactly. But also, like you say, just the confidence of every day you're wearing the same brand. It's your things. They they back you. It's like a confidence thing. And it's not a small brand. It's not well, just a nobody brand. It's one of the top four exactly. athletic sports brands in the world. So, yeah, it's um, definitely given me confidence. Um, also, really nice people to work with. And I'm very happy with the the deal I got and the people I'm working with so I'm excited to see what happens in the future with them and going into the new season um, what type of goals have you set out are you is it is it strictly keeping to the process goals making sure you you tick those boxes or do you you know some people like to put the exact goal like I want to win so and so yeah, yeah. What, what what's it like for you and how have you Kind of shape the way you you start listing expectations as well so how i plan goals and I, so i f i firmly believe that winning is a matter of time when it's your time it's your time you can never say i'm going to win that and win that yes i mean you had some good chances last season as well yeah i, I did mean, definitely got into those positions i got into good contention so yeah like i say i don't put it on specific things but firstly the goal is always to win a major championship it's not a year goal it's a life goal yeah. it's to be top five in the world like those are always those will always those be like there goal. yeah but we set some some goals there's last year i think i went in soft on myself saying oh, i want to get I, my goal for last year was top 50 order of merit i finished 30th like small things like that i think i was 900th in world rankings last year so i said a goal would be 500 i jumped to 330 or something like that so i think i went soft on myself but i also had an exceptional year last year i think yeah. i made huge progress from 2021 um so this year we went in quite ambitious with goals. I mean, I sat down with my team and we spoke about it and I said how I felt and they actually made the goal harder, if they want to call it that. So I got a couple of goals. I'd like to be top 200 in the world. Uh, like I said, I'm at 330 now. Um, but all, a lot of my goals go with what I'm working on and what yeah. I'm striving, you know what I mean? Like for me to be in a major championship, automatically my world rankings are going to go up. Exactly. You know what I mean? But yeah, so I'd like to uh, top 200 in the world. Um, that's a nice goal for me. One that's going to be really, really tough. I want to try and make 2024 Olympics. Okay. That's going to be very difficult because the SA girls are right out. Like we're all, all doing really well and climbing fast. I mean, you got Paula Rito. You got Paula Rito, you got Ash, I mean, major champion now. Uh, Leanne's still playing. Garcia. Nicole's right up there. So that's going to be well, a tough good. one. It's a hard one. I think it'll be a cool goal, and I think it's an ultimately a goal to play at the Olympics at any time. 2024 is very ambitious. Um, but let's see, you never know what can happen. I could win the British Open this exactly. year, and I could be right there. You don't know. Um, so that's a goal for me, and I'd like to get two wins on the LET. Doesn't matter what tournament it is, just getting that winning. Yeah, that feeling. You just got to get over that line. line. I think we, as South Africans, because there aren't many that have won before, we make it this big thing. 
but it's just another golf tournament. We've had so many girls so close. Look at Nicole, how well she's done. Yeah. Stacey in the past. Ash has won a major championship. She never won on the LPGA, and the first one she wins is a major exactly. championship. Like we, I need a. I'm trying trying to make it not so big because it's just another golf tournament. And I think I definitely have what it takes. It's just when it's my time, it's my time. So that's a goal. And then another smaller goal of mine is just to get my swing speed up, um, hit the ball a bit longer. I hit the ball long, but I think it's something I can work on. I'm still, you still young. Have, you still have a bit of. I'm still young. I can. I have the ability to train hard. Um, so why not do it it's will be good i'm sure brands will enjoy the fact that i'll be the longest hitter in the world or the longest hit on tour and i think i have the ability to do it now i've just got to change like i'm training for it but i'm not changing major things like i spoke to you earlier about yeah. it it's just implementing 30 minutes a week to doing something that i've never done so when done it comes before. to the when, when there's a time where it's needed you've got it in the tank yeah and it will gra gradually go up without me trying and exactly. that's that's the plan and it will make me focus on tra training better on what my focus in in the gym is and things like that so yeah it's those are my goals for the year uh, i think they're very ambitious oh and then another one is top 10 on let very ambitious as well going from last year goal for top, top 50 to now top 10 is going to be tough and then lpga tour school but that will also align with top Come 10 on. of let so a lot of them align um i think a lot of them are very ambitious like that olympics is going to be tough um but i think it's possible if it's written down and you have a plan for it and as long as you're working and you, you're accountable for that i mean exactly it's out of my control exactly. from there yeah you control if, the control of yeah. you put in the hours and then you and if i get to lpga and uh, i get my card and i win then all of a sudden i'm in exactly. so that's just a quick change and that's how this game works so yeah i'm excited to see what happens i think they're very ambitious goals i think it's things we can work with and I think it'll keep me on my toes for the year, for sure. And to close off on, give us a, an insight into your your first five tournaments. What's the schedule looking like for you? You obviously, like you mentioned, have the, the ability to be a little picky now. Yes, what, and what, I've what? done that the way I've planned. Um, I played Kenya last year. Um, the course doesn't suit my game. I've decided not to play. Uh, it's an expensive trip to take my caddy over and things like that for a course that I know doesn't suit my game. I'm not feeling great before I've even left. Yeah. So that's something I wouldn't have done last year. So I'm not playing Kenya. We have the Super Sport Ladies Challenge here in South Africa on the Sunshine Ladies Tour. So I'm going to start there. I've won a Gary player before. I like the course. It's really challenging. Suits if I could you. come off with a win there, then it will be good confidence for the rest of the season. So I decided to start there. So we'll go Sun City. Uh, and then we'll come back home i think i'll be home for a couple of days head off to morocco that's the first let event for me um saudi arabia for the ramco ladies uh events um then we'll come back home here again uh we'll play here at glendower we have the jabra on the okay. sunshine ladies tour again um home course so, yeah let's see <laughs> that should be fun uh and then we got Joburg open and SA open which are both sunshine ladies tour and let co-sanctioned and from there we go to singapore. singapore a week off and two weeks in thailand and then we come back and we have four weeks off so i've actually planned a lot of there's a lot of small goals i've planned up until uh april because last year we didn't have the chance to have four weeks off so now since holiday i've had four weeks prep for the the beginning oh, of I the see, year now i'll have another four weeks you and know what obviously I mean? once we come back from thailand there's a gap before we head over to which Europe. is really really nice because that's where i can spend time at home with my coaches get everything prepped and head and over there yeah, for because a last bit. year we, we were prepped we prepped and then january 
we went off and basically we came back in November. I think I had five golf lessons with my golf coach the whole year. And um, most of them over FaceTime, we're sending videos. Yeah, th three of the five, yes. <laughs> so it's, it's going to be fun to, I, I want to see how that dynamic goes. I like how they've set it out. Um, we're going Is South Africa or Africa, Asia, and then break, off to Europe, Europe and, then and then we can finish off strong. So yeah, it's going to be a fun season. There's a lot of events, a lot of prize money. I'm excited. Well, all the best this season. Thank you. I'm sure there's a ton of bombs ready to be unleashed. Yeah, um, let's see what we can do. Thanks to Standard Bank for supporting the podcast, supporting women's golf. Uh, great to see the, the fruits being bared overseas. Sure. Um, and hopefully a few of our players start making it onto the LET. I think it's, it's only in time, you know, with just playing opportunities. That's what it comes down to. For sure. And yeah, Cass, thanks for making time. No problem, thank I you. I won't keep you from your gym session. <laughs> I'm sure. sure Bryson will have to... Uh... Yeah, you better watch out. <laughs>